I respectfully disagree podcast back with a quick episode uh, in between football games. Dallas Cowboys just won. Cost me some money. Upset about that. Um, Tonight, real quick, though. Everybody's been talking about uh, BG being released from prison. Um, of course, the Internet's going to be the Internet. And people have been, you know, throwing out the memes, throwing out the jokes and things like that. And I saw a post this week. Uh, shout out to Cash from the Less Arga podcast. I saw it on his page. And he posted a question. was like, uh, what's your favorite hot boy or who was your favorite hot boy? And I saw the conversation that, that was generating and it actually made me go and start listening to Cash Money the other day. Like, I had my Cash Money playlist going. And that's when I hit up Charles. And we was just, you know, talking about possibly having this discussion. So tonight's conversation is going to be ranking the hot boys from your favorite to your least favorite. So one through four. And then I'm going to throw a curveball at you, Charlie. Uh, should the hot boys... Go on tour. Is that something that you think people will want to see in 2023? So welcome to the podcast, man. Got uh, the live going. Got E on here already. E said Turk is last. We going to talk about it. We going to talk about it. So what's up, Charlie? Not much, AD. How everything been going? Hello, everybody out there. Hope everybody had a blessed day. Um, to answer your question real quick about the Hot Boys reunion, should they do one and would it be successful? I really do believe it will be. Um, most definitely in the South. Most definitely in the South. Um, they got so many hits amongst each other um, to where, like, really not in the South, man, really worldwide, if you think about it. Because the thing is, like, even if you think about uh, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne still, he's still popular out here. Um, you know, Juvie got his songs. They've been really popular, 400 Degrees of Classics. Um, BG got his songs, even the Bling Bling Girls. So I think the thing is, like, um, what made the Bling Bling song? Um, their their music has touched everybody, uh, to me, globally, especially in the United States. So I, they will make a lot of money. They'll make a lot of money. And also, too, that's a great opportunity for them to come back together to do a Hot Boys new album. Now, that right there, I don't know how that's going to go because, let's be real, some of them are outdated. Some of the artists are outdated. A lot of them are outdated. Plus, uh, when they was contemplating the idea, I saw the other day where they was like, Turk might be left off. I, ain't him and Birdman having some beef or something, something going on in regards to that? I've been seeing Turk doing a lot of podcasts and different things. And... uh. I I think it's some, some tension there. Yeah. I remember I saw an interview he did with, uh, what's his name down here in Atlanta? Beehive. And I remember he how he was speaking like they was on all right terms. I think Turk got some money out of him or something like that. I could be wrong. But, you know, the thing with Turk is, I think with Turk, because Turk didn't capitalize on the moment, back in the day due to drugs or everything, however you want to call it, mm-hmm. he feels like he was left out of opportunities uh, when they was hot, the hot, you know what I'm saying? But right. at the same time, what Turkey's understand is, you know, even though you got the backing, it's up to you to do your part as well. So when I be hearing Turk talking to somebody, I didn't do my part. Well, dude, that's the reason why you was having issues not getting, getting the shine you want. Now, they plan to leave him off. In all honesty, man, I'm with what Eric just said. Like, who's going to miss him? You know, I got like one one bar people like nationwide. Now, don't get me wrong, I like that, whatever. That was one of my first solo tracks on World of Warfare. But if you go off the casual listen, they're going to say, they're just going to know, I like it high, the one who will tell me to stop me. You know, I'm the pop in the project. That's all they know. They don't know nothing for Turk for real. Real quick, hey. The Broncos just called a Hail Mary, dog. I'm sitting there watching it. Oh, Lord. But going back to the conversation, I know for most people, Turk is going to be their least favorite. I thought his solo project wasn't bad. I, I listened to it. 
But in terms of a reunion tour or them doing shows, I disagree. I'm gonna have to hit the button, dog. But but you gotta hear me out, though. I gotta at least explain it first, man. Yeah, at least let me explain it. I feel like in today's climate, in terms of concerts and things like that, a lot of that is targeted towards a younger crowd. I'm not sure if our age is going to show up and support that. You wouldn't, you couldn't do it at large venues. Ain't no way you could do them shows. Hell, right now, little baby ain't even selling out shows, bro. Little baby don't got no catalog that people mess with long term. That 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 don't even that don't even attach to that. Honestly, with me with the young crowd today, I think the young crowd will gravitate to it. And then also too with the with the older crowd, they gonna gravitate to it, man. I've been to, I've been to concerts where like artists came out. They've been on longer than hot boys, and like they they support their artists, man. Bro. Like. No, I'm, I'm watching Wayne do interviews where he's talking about he don't even remember the lyrics and stuff to his songs. So in terms, hold on, bro, hold on. In terms of somebody paying their hard-earned money to go see that, yeah, you love the nostalgia, you you love that era of music. It's like even the the No Limit tour, No Limit tried to go on tour too. Like that tour was not doing well. No limit on got no dope artists like it. Only got a couple. It's I'm saying to you, bro, the music industry is different right now, bro. We in a hard period right now in terms of it's, artists it's, doing tours. It's different. It's different because the music today is trash, man. No, like a lot of people don't try to put the music back in there. What I'm telling you is, if they go out and do a show, that music hits different. It hits different. Now, for Wayne talking about he don't remember the songs, hey. At the end of the day, that Carter stuff, people say was, people was writing for him and he going through a freestyle crap. If he's saying that, then there's some facts to that. If he can't remember some of them songs, all you got to do is rehearse this stuff Look, for one. I think, I think Wayne don't really want to do it. I read for Wayne said, I don't want to do it. I'm going to hit the button again, dog. Because hell, just, uh, was it last year uh, Snoop Nim did the Super Bowl or was that the year before? I think it was last year. It's no, a lot no, no, no. of. Oh, it's year before. Rihanna yeah, Rihanna last year. did last year. Uh, it's a lot of tracks and stuff. Snoop even said he don't remember the lyrics. Bro, you talking about you asking people to go back twenty plus years, man? As much but, music as they that they've done. But, I don't know, Doc. But the main tracks people will remember, and also Snoop still did it too. I, I'm just saying, I get what you're saying. I get it, man. But the, but the end of the day, even with Snoop and them, they got remember like memorable songs. And Snoop don't remember all the songs. He don't remember the main ones. <laughs> I'm not He's saying that. Play. I'm not saying that people wouldn't show up. I'm saying that our generation right now is like, oh, we we want it, we want it, we want it, until they actually put it together. And people ain't gonna show up for that, bro. Like I feel like we caught up in the I'm moment not, right now. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not. I know, it would, I know it would have to be a small tour, like bro, like they would not be able to go nationwide. They wouldn't be able to go major cities, like well, they would have first, to keep it in the south. But that's what I said at first. I said it would do well in the south, and then I thought about it. I said, well, they got some big songs to where they could go nation, they could go nationwide, and I don't know, man. I, I'm a little bit different in it. I'm really am. I'm a little bit different on that because. There's so many things they can pull out. They all went and did their own little thing, too. Like, there's so many things they can pull out. Except for Turk. Turk don't have that much. But, like, for the other ones, there's so much they can pull out, man. I, I don't know. I think, do I think it could be like the, was it the, the Rough Rise of Cash Money Tour they did years ago? They all, they've they all made an attempt to try to go do that. And that's what I'm saying. It's like. No, it was successful, though. I don't think it's going to be as big as that, no. But. There's so many people Baby could bring out too. You got to think Drake can come out on the tour. Nicki Minaj can come out on the tour. You got to think about that cash. But the sole purpose of doing that would be to amplify your main attraction, which would be the Hot Boys, which is what you're proving my point. You would need Nicki Minaj and Drake to bring out a younger crowd to to make it work. You would have to force it to work. I think it will work. 
I, I think it really blend in. What are you talking about forcing it? I don't think that's forcing it. Because the thing is, if you got like the young crowd going there and they listen to songs that man, that's dope, it's gonna make them go back and listen to that. Bro, and then, Drake and Nicki Minaj would have to be your headliners if you're gonna do that. There's no way that they would be an opening act for the hot boys, bro. They too big. Dude, they, like you not understand what I'm saying. Even if they're open act, man, you know how crazy that tour would be? If you got an open act who's read the final act and then they then then the hot boys come out. I, I I really do believe it can work. I really do believe it can work. It would take a bunch of planning, but I think it can work. I, I really do. Like like, there's so many. It, it's so much history with that label. Shout out to Jay Dilla. If Manny Fresh isn't third, then no, he would have to be there. Fresh have to be there. Yeah, he have to be. And that's what I'm saying. Be- it's like I thought yeah. there was still some unresolved tension in in that, in that situation. That's what I'm saying. It, it it's, it's too many factors that would have to. To it would have to work in order for the the grand plan to work. I get what you're saying right there. I didn't even think about the Manny Fresh issue because Manny Fresh he still have problems with they ain't pay him. So yeah, that'd be a huge problem. If you can't have Manny Fresh there, I'm with uh, your friend. If Manny Fresh not there, it's not a cash money tour. I agree 100. He has to be there. So that's what I'm telling you. Like for, for us, it's like of course we're gonna be excited. The nostalgia of Cash Money Records and the hits and things like that. But it's like, bro, I understand the internet's going to be the internet and everybody was going in on on dude's picture. And you look at Wayne right now, like Wayne, like none of them look the same. And I get it. Their appearance shouldn't impact the music. But it's like, bro, the economy right now, I can't see people flocking to go see that. No, not with the economy how it is right now, no. So that's why I, that's why in my opinion I feel like right now that would not be a great idea. If they yeah. if they came together and tried to put out some new new music, maybe a, a small project, eight to ten tracks, just to test the waters to see how it would do, then you could go and maybe put together a show and mix the newer music with the older music and do it that way. But in terms of like right out the gate, welcome home, BG. We all back, Turks out. Let's go do it. Hell no. No, first of all, I don't agree with that. First of all, since BG came out, glad to see BG out for one. Um, BG would need time to catch up. 11 years is a long time, bro. Long time. And the thing is, music, the music has changed so much since he's been gone. It's going to take him a little bit. I know you said. For the hot boys come out with an album, I wouldn't say that. I would say throw out a single or something out there, see how well it does, see how people gravitate to it, then work on out. Okay, people care about what you guys are doing. Now we're gonna get an album. But honestly, I told you with the album, I don't know, man. It's so many different egos. People that people been people haven't been together so long. People still haven't got paid yet. Like. That would be very difficult to do. So for a Hapoy album, I don't know how that works. And I told you, on top of everything, a lot of people outdated man. I don't think I don't think it will fit. I don't I don't think it will fit. That's just me. That's what I'm I, saying. And yeah. we'll we'll jump into uh ranking our favorites one through four in a minute. But it's like even when I hear Wayne try to do music or different features and like it it just don't sound right. Like it's right. and I'm saying to you is like, bro, like, think about I'm trying to think who. Sometimes here and there, a ball MJG, they do little pop ups here and there. You think about Bun B, he does, you know, pop ups here and there. Cool, people would come out for that particular event. I know, uh, I want to say maybe Derby before last, Bun B pulled up here. It was a large crowd. People came out, but in terms of like, okay. We in Louisville tonight, boom, we shooting over to Cincinnati tomorrow, boom, we going to Indianapolis, like, nah, I can't see that, bro. That's just my opinion. It's just my yeah, opinion. Turk opinion. was the best lyrically. He just waited too long. Uh-oh, Jay Dillon wants some smoke tonight. He said Turk the best. Turk was not the best lyricist, man. Nah, dude. Come on, bro. Let's dive Turk into it, dude. No nah, man, I'm, I I I disagree with that. Don't wrong. Hit the Turk, I, I, I disagree. Charlie said, "Hit the button on you, Jay Dilla." Yeah. 
I don't, I wouldn't say Turk was terrible, but he wasn't the best, dude. Come on, man. Come on. So let's no, let's dive into it then, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's funny. We'll start. We'll that? start at the bottom. Who was your worst one? Are we all going to universally say Turk? You almost have to put him like just you process of elimination. He's last. Lyrically, he was lyric wise, but he didn't make the best music and never chose the best beats. Nah. Nah. I think his I'm solo really, project wasn't bad. It wasn't. I think his, I think his solo project was under the radar a little bit. His first one. But that's what I'm I saying. Think- it's like in terms of process of elimination during that time period, it was like Juvie came out, took everything by storm. BG came through, and even at that time when the Hot Boys was at its peak, I feel like a lot of people didn't view Wayne as the best at that time. No, they didn't. I didn't. So that's what I'm saying. It's like you, if if you're going to rate them, you have to rate them based on strictly the Hot Boys and the Big Timers albums during that period. Like, I feel like... Mm-hmm. The conversation can't be about their solo projects afterwards. Mm-mm. No, talking about in that time, that era, that time. Yeah, um, that time. We're going about that time period. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to use. I'm not going to use like the Carters and things. That makes sense. No, that's what I'm saying. We can't. We can't. We can't. Um. So with me, my bottom, I would say Turk, and the reason why I say Turk. Turk, he doesn't come out that much material for me. Right. He didn't, he didn't come to the he didn't come to the stage to show how much he could bring to the table. Now, when I listened to Turk's interviews, Turk said he was on drugs and things like that. He was getting in trouble. He wasn't going to the studio. He wasn't taking it seriously. So that's why I said he really only could blame himself a lot of the time because you had opportunities there. there. Now, when people say he didn't pick the right beats, I don't agree with that. I just think Manny... Manny probably looked at him. He's not taking it seriously. He's not being here. He's not working with me to make this the best thing possible. And for somebody who do music, I know for a fact, when you go in the studio, man, and you come out with them beats, it, it depends what type of artist you are. If you sit there, you get a beat, you feel it. But the thing is, you rap on it, then you're going to say, you know what? Let's change this up. Let's chop this. Or let's change the sound. Let's let's make, let's make put some other plugins on this on my vocals, whatever, like that. You have to really work with the producer for the producer to bring out the best project for you. They're not just going to come overnight about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like with Dr. Dre. People talk about Dr. Dre, he takes him forever or he'll work with an artist and they don't come out forever. Because Dr. Dre sitting there like, I need to make this the best music possible. It, it just, you just, in today's time, you could throw out a beat real quick, but the thing is, like I said, it, that back in them days, Turk wasn't there like it. Time out. Wayne wasn't seen as the best until the Carter too. Nah, I would say the Carter was I'm gonna have to hit the button on you, Jay Dilla dog. Jay Dilla, Jay Dilla, I don't know what he's talking about. But the thing is, like the Carter ones when I saw that Wayne was holding his own, but honestly, no, nah, you saw Wayne as potential when he first came out. Cause honestly, we get to it. I'm gonna go off the rate, but my rating gonna be a little bit different, but I wanna explain why I have my rating like it. But the thing is Wayne was Wayne was a was a gold nugget. We gonna get there. We gonna get yeah, there. I, it's universal. I, I Turk is number four. We'll we'll say yeah. that. Who's your number three? This is. I'm going off my opinion. Okay, that's all we can do is go by our own opinion. Number three for me. If I'm talking about the hot boys, juvenile for me. And the reason why I say that. Juvenile had a great album, 400 Degrees. Don't get me wrong. He had some great tracks. They were mainstream commercial tracks. It was a thing is, at the right time, him and Manny came together and they meshed that one time. But there's only that one time. I don't care what nobody said. I, don't worry. I think Juvenile was dope on some things. But Juvenile, it's only a couple tracks I think Juvenile like all me with his presence. 400 Degrees was cool. But after that, G-Code went all that to me. Uh... The soldier rags, that wasn't all that for me. It was big in New Orleans areas, but it wasn't that they weren't that good to me. And then when when Juvenile went on his own, he tried to go on his own, but it wasn't the same. He went back to Cash Money. 
So to me, when the Hot Boys came out, I didn't even I didn't even like Juvie's solo tracks on the Hot Boys albums. I didn't. I, I'm just being honest. Oh well. Well, my third was BG for the exact same reason that you're saying. Like in terms of the Hot Boy albums, I'm looking at it like whose verses were hard for each track. Whose verses did I enjoy listening to? the most when I listen to a hot boys album and I'm saying to you, it's like BG had some dope verses here and there, but it wasn't none that I would sit here and ride in my car and, and recite while I'm riding Juvie and okay. Wayne carried them albums. In my opinion, oh, bro, you crazy right there, but we get to it. Nah, no, 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 no. I say no all the way. No, no, no. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Juvenile carried them now. To me, Juvenile, it was cool, man. But to me, it's like BG was too slow for me. I didn't like it. Nah, 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 oh, bro. Bro, it's a mm-hmm. cut of New Orleans sound that was authentic. I loved it. Like when it came, we get to it, man. I, I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to jump the gun. Uh, Juvie's my number two. Okay. So you, uh, at that point. I explained you something already. Huh? You want to you want to expand on what you were talking about, Juvie? Or you fine? I'm telling you that in in terms of when I listen to the Hot Boys album, even the first one, uh, uh-huh. what was it? Get, Get it how you live. Yeah. Like Juvie's verses stood out. Mm-hmm. So when you start listening to Turk and you get down to BG and stuff, it's like a lot of them tracks. I once it got to them, I would skip it. No. I didn't listen to their parts. <laughs> Peace out, Jay Diller, man. Appreciate you chiming in, dog. Four hundred degrees. The uh, four hundred degrees is still the best album. That's debatable. Four hundred degrees ain't up there to me like that. I know a lot of people disagree with me when I say that, but four hundred degrees. I don't know. It's debatable. Four hundred degrees is a hood classic. I give it that. But in terms of like, nah, bro. To hell, high was on there like three times. You just kept remixing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then. You had like what two or three skits on there? Like I don't know. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. Your number two is who? Lil Wayne. Easily. Okay. Um, the reason why I put Lil Wayne is number two because to me, out of the Hot Boys, you was a huge fan of Wayne, and we had a discussion before with Grip and Pierre, and I said he was a Santa Face guy to me. But back then, when I heard him, like I knew he was special. I always look towards like Wayne solo songs, like on on the on the Hot Boy albums. And honestly, with the with the Block is Hot, light sounds I ain't care for, but the Block is Hot was okay. And I and I will admit, I was excited when the Block is Hot came out. When they came out that single, I was excited. Cause I said it's about the same time. Let's see what Wayne gonna do. Because you could tell, you could tell it was potential there. He just didn't crack into it yet. And I thought he was a big part of the Hot Boys. I really did believe that. All the you know, I don't know if he did. He came out with sound effects or, or BG did it. But the thing is, even like with Bling Bling and and how he presented himself on tracks, like he basically brought that hot boy, the hot boy uh, persona to the stage. He's very he's very charismatic to me. So I, I said like Wayne's number two for me because it was potential there. I always look towards to hear Wayne on the, on the hot boys. Album. Well, I tell you what, that's a whole lot of praise for a number two. So your number one better exceed I, I everything you're... that you talking about I, and go I, above and beyond, because I'm I saying to you, Wayne is number one in my eyes, simply because I feel like even when you go all the way back to them big timer albums, he carried a lot of them tracks, bro. His verses are the most memorable when you go back and listen to Cutlass Monte Carlo's uh, Millionaire Dream, and it's because of the sound effects, I feel like his voice stuck in your head. It's like at that time, he's a young adolescence, so you could tell that he was young, but at the same time, based on the content and the things that he was saying, you could still paint a picture in your head. Mm-hmm. It was memorable. It lasted still to this day as a grown adult. When you hear those big timer tracks and they come on, it takes you all the way back to when you was a kid and you first heard it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm telling you, shout out to, again to Cash 
from the Let's Argue podcast because when he said that, it made me go back and listen. So I was sitting in here the other day, and I was just like, bro, I was excited listening to that. So even once you fast forward and go to the Hot Boys, by the time Guerrilla Warfare came out, like a lot of people really didn't even know about Get It How You Live at first. You had to go back and listen to that. Correct. So in terms of Guerrilla Warfare, once we heard that, it hit the ground and took off running. And I'm saying to you, almost every track that Wayne was on, his part stood out the most with the sound effects and everything else, bro. Like, that shit always gave me chills, dog. Huh? That wasn't hard to do. Big Thomas wasn't no rappers. That wasn't hard to do. But I'm saying to you, in terms of creating music for that time period, you're talking about an era where they brought the whole glorification of materialistic items and they had you picturing all these exotic things that you could do to a car, to a house, and this and that. So Wayne played his part in terms of when it's time to write a verse and go in the booth and y'all have this criteria that you have to meet based on the sound that y'all trying to present to the rest of the world. I feel like Wayne excelled at that. Once you got to BG and all of them, that's why I said I started hearing their verses and it's like, you know, they stood out here and there, but I started skipping it. I started skipping it. He's on here now. Shout out Cash, man. That's why I'm, I told people uh, you can go back and check it out. Based on your post is why I'm doing this episode. We uh, ranking the hot boys one through four. That's my criteria, man. If you go back and listen to a lot of them songs, it's like I feel like ranking their verses on each track. Wayne shit on them, man. And he was the youngest. Go ahead with your number one. Okay. Number one all day. BG. I'm going back what you said about Lil Wayne. When Big Thomas came out, BG was coming out with albums between that time. BG, to me, when it came to UNLV, because I was one of them people by if I ain't know back, because I was a bit of a cash money fan in no way. And like the thing is, like if I ain't know about album, I would back and listen to it. So I can tell you, to me, BG number one. And the reason I say BG number one is because for one, without BG, you wouldn't have no hot boys. You wouldn't have that cash money sound. They really, they really rolled on BG's success. They really did. From from Chopper City to the Get It How You Live volumes to them hot boy albums. And and like to me, BG just had that. I loved his sound, the way he rapped, and BG was like really like you talking about the bling bling girl stuff. I get that, but the thing with BG, BG was talking about their real, their real street life, but also he was talking about stuff he was going through in his personal life more than everybody else. I really related to BG like that. Yeah, it's just me. Um, the thing is, when Four Hundred Degrees came out, Four Hundred Degrees was great, and it was more popularized, was more mainstream. That's what I was going to say. Like, Four Hundred Degrees broke the door down, bro. Like nobody's disputing oh, that BG was one of the original artists that they put their money behind. But nobody was arguing with that. You, BG's the one gave them the universal deal. That that's the thing people don't understand that BG gave them the deal. His albums were so dope. He gave them the deal. And let's not to mention they used BG albums to get the eighty twenty split. They used BG's album to do that. It, it, if it went for it's um if it went for it's all yeah it's all on you volume two. They went and got that deal like bar none. And he was talking about get your shine on back in. So he was starting at Jewelry Fund stage. Another thing, too, went on when Chopper City and Ghetto came out. I remember Four Degrees coming out. But when Chopper City and Ghetto came out, it had such a different, raw, rugged sound to where like it was more like the New Orleans sound. Chopper City and the Ghetto was tough, bro. I'm, I'm not debating that. But, and it sounds like. It is the rapping and everything. Back then, to me, BG rapping at the time was dope to me. I don't know what it was. He shoot up his arms, whatever. But the dude was constantly coming out with heaters. Like, oh, we definitely know he was a junkie, bro. He he openly admitted that. Like, yeah, like no disrespect to bro. His work ethic was up here, and I think the thing is Wayne learned his work ethic from BG back then. So my thing is the reason why BG wasn't on the the big timers uh, solo album that much 
he was one on his own album. Even if you think about it, the volume one had BG's face back here. That was Travis in the ghetto. So you nobody's so, disputing the original creators or how it all originated or anything like that. We're ranking the hot boys. You trying to give him I, credit for you, you, the cash money you, label. And I'm saying to you, if we're ranking bars and tracks, my, my mind. I'm not like trying to change your mind. I'm saying to you, you just gave an explanation that's built on the premise of who started cash money. And I'm saying to but you, he, that ain't the conversation. Without that, you wouldn't have the hot boys. You wouldn't have the hot boys. That's still not about? the conversation. We're, we're ranking the hot okay. boys. Ranking the hot boys. BG still had, to me, the hardest verses. I always like BG songs. Even like the help songs. So like it, I always mess with BG. BG was the hardest one for me. Back then, I thought BG carried that sound to a T. And then afterwards, his albums were good afterwards. Look, shout out to uh, Cash. He uh, he said Turk was his favorite, but Wayne was hard. I'm, there's a lot of people on here that said Turk was the worst. I wish you'd have been on here earlier. Everybody was saying but, Turk was the worst. I'm like, that, that's dope that people, of course, people are going to have a difference of opinion. That's why I keep saying Turk's solo project was not that bad. It just so happens that everybody else kind of overshadowed him. But going back to what you're saying, nobody can disagree with who was the foundation of Cash Money Records. Nobody's nobody's arguing that. I'm saying to you, bro, Wayne carried them on them projects, bro. No, he did not. Wayne had the hardest verses. No, he did not. Dude, Wayne didn't carry nobody on projects. He came up with his sound effects. He sound cool, but no, if you he did didn't a poll. If Bruh, you did a poll, you think he carried them. If I'm you did a poll, I'm telling you, that Wayne got the most memorable verses. Brother, I'm telling you, he wants to caution everything. Nobody want to talk about no Wayne, no no hot boy albums. Thank you, they sir. Were- Wayne wiped their ass every time. I'm reading it straight from the comments on, on the live. He wrote too. He or she. Y'all care what they I'm say. telling you, bro. Look, look, everybody's opinion. To me, like BG was the one for me. That, that is me. And then, not to mention, when they all try to do their own thing, BG hold his own till he went to prison. And if you he really want to, if you really want to be honest, I mean, bling bling, the hook, the dog. Wayne came on bling bling, but the song was on BG's album. So really, I I'm saying this to you, like I'm, at the I'm, end I'm, of the I'm day, going I'm going for collaboration because because that that was work together. I'm not using it. I'm just simply me. saying what made the song hot. The hook. Who's on the hook? It don't matter. It was on BG's <laughs> album. What you talking about? <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. Cutlass, Monte Carlos, Millionaire's Dream, all the projects, everything. I'm saying to you, if you go back, get it how you live, Guerrilla Warfare, what was the one where it came out after that where they was all in electric chairs or whatever? I ain't never listened to that. They let it burn. Uh, they don't count. They don't count. Because it's all gone. They have this speech. They don't count. They let it burn. Project Chick. I'm tipped out. It's hard to go back in that era and go listen to them songs and not understand the significance of Wayne during that time period, bro. And I honestly, in my opinion, the proof is in the pudding, man. He was the last man standing. Tuesdays and Thursdays, most definitely. Tuesdays and Thursdays. He stayed. I give him that. But honestly, he didn't do everybody else. Did. He needed that machine. He needed that cash money machine. There's nothing wrong with that. But in the day, he was playing like the rest of them. I got screwed out so much money. So talent, my thing is talent is gonna prevail. I tell people all the time. I'm not a musician. I'm not an artist. I don't know nothing in terms of that. But I'm saying to you, anybody that does music, the music is gonna speak for itself. I agree with that. And don't get me wrong, when the Carters came, when the Carters came out with Wayne, he supplies everybody need. I, I agree with you there 100 percent I'm not gonna sit there and dispute that because I agree with that. But I'm talking about around that era, BG was like the top one for me. Now I ain't talk like Wayne, yeah, Wayne did his thing. He flourished. I, I'm not I don't care what people say about the the the, the ghostwriting. I don't care about all that. He flourished because he really did, he really did take them stones, put on his back, and he ran. So I, I, I give him kudos for that. He said he didn't surprise everybody. 
But like back then though, like like BG was my guy. So like, let me ask you this: just a hypothetical before we get off here, the gang get ready. Come on, like I said, we's only gonna chop it up for about 20, 30 minutes. Great conversation, man. I, I I love it. That's why I was like, when I saw his post, and I was just sitting back listening. I was like, damn, like that would be a dope conversation to rank. And I real quick, since you still on here, bro. I said, uh, do you feel like the hot boys should go on tour since everybody's out and everybody's back home? In my opinion, I feel like it would be a bad idea to do that. But the hypothetical that I got for you, hypothetically speaking, let's say none of them went to prison. Nobody was on uh, uh, addicted to drugs and things like that. Everybody was clean. Mm-hmm. So from the early 2000s, to 2023 you're talking about a period of the mixtape era a period where like everybody was on features going crazy at that time with bg juvenile or turk been able to compete with wayne during that window if no if, i agree i no, 100 i agree with that no so i'm saying no. to you is like I, at I the end of the that. day the proof is in the body of work because even before BG went to prison, uh, what was the name of that uh, that album? Too hood to be Hollywood. Hollywood. Nah, that's the one I'm thinking. That's the, the one where one he was out. taking shots at Birdman and them. Nah, so you it was right after he like, it was after he left the label. Hardest Streets and uh, no, not the Hardest Street albums. You talking about the Life After Cash Money? Was that the name of it? Yeah, but that was that was way before when he first left. Like, if you went off his latest album when he came out too hood to be Hollywood, he was messing with Ti and he's on the ground hustle. That's a little bit different because that album was actually pretty pretty good. But hold I, on, I get hold on, hold on. So see, that's what I was saying earlier. Uh, Cash said, "I don't think it's a great idea for their legacy, but it makes sense financial. It makes good financial sense." Baby said he ain't dealing with Turk at all, and that's what I was saying earlier. It's like I thought Turk and him had some beef. So it's I'm like, glad. is it is it really a reunion tour at that point if you're gonna leave him off? Yeah, it's true. But uh, true. going back to what I was saying, it's like before BG went to prison, bro. He was still putting music out, and mm-hmm. I feel like you had to be, you know, he had a core fan base, of course. But in terms of him, like he wasn't no hot attraction. And that's uh-huh. what I'm saying to you is like I bet it different there. I bet it different there because I remember that era because like he was really messing with Ti Tough. He had Manny still helping him. He was messing with other artists who were high at the time because that because like he was under the he supposed to be under the ground hustle umbrella. Like I remember that album. Like BG BG was still was still hot. He was still hot. But you proved my point, bro. You just admitted you was a diehard fan though. So you gonna you gonna know about the music? I'm saying to you, bro. There was no way in the early 2000s that you was gonna get in your car. You was gonna go to a college party. You was gonna go anywhere without hearing Wayne's voice on any I'm track. Trying, no, I'm not trying to say that because yeah, he couldn't compete with Wayne. Then what I'm telling you is he still he still was hot. It's just he went to prison. Now I would I told you like they wouldn't be able to sustain with Lil Wayne. They wouldn't at all. Like. But see, what Wayne had all the resources too. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know. What but you just told me hard. that BG is the reason for Wayne's work ethic. So I'm saying to you, like, yes, I'm saying to you, bro. At the end of the day, the music speaks for itself. The talent speaks for itself. Yeah, Wayne was just in uh, Colorado <laughs> with a mic in his hand last night. So I'm saying to you, it's like. I really, I really don't see how anybody could say that Wayne ain't number one. It's hard. Back then, he wasn't number one. If you, if you, if you're going off the Carter stuff, then, then I'm not even talking. I never mentioned the Carters. But I'm just saying though, you keep on saying because they hold them in 2000. So you were talking about the Carter stuff. I'm talking about if you are pure that era. BG be number one to me. But if you're going to say 2000, whatever, then my list Bro, will change. The peak cash money era was 98, 99, and 2000. The Carters wasn't even out yet. With them 500 degrees, and all that, that joint was trash. It At was the end trash. of the day, that's he fine. Had to change it. He, 
That's fine. But I'm saying to you, hell, you can put checkmate on that list. You can put all that on that list. You gonna checkmate say was harder than 500 degrees. You gonna say checkmate was hard, bro? Really? It was harder than 500 degrees. <laughs> I didn't say it was the best. I said it was harder than 500 <laughs> degrees. Checkmate was was okay. It was it wasn't it wasn't my favorite album from BG. No, um, but it was better than 500 degrees. I'm just saying. My degree was trash. I ain't I ain't gonna say that it wasn't. 500 degrees might have had maybe three solid tracks on her. Maybe. 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 <laughs> I'll be honest. But, 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 like I said. But, hold on. Because you also got to take in consideration Manny was out the door by then. No, he wasn't. Manny didn't do 500 degrees. He did. I'm going to have to go back and check out. Nah, hold on, bro. Manny Fresh left after the Carter one. Was it after the Carter one? Yeah, it was after the Carter one. Carter two is when you got that different sound. Carter two is the sound definitely changed. Yeah, man, it was. You know what? You're right. You're right. Gangsters and pimps and all that. Yeah. Okay. My bad. I stand corrected. What happened was Wayne when Wayne counted Carter one. Wayne did songs on 500. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to check it because I don't. I don't know, bro. Did he do the whole album? I believe he did. Yes. He did the whole album. Like, like Manny Fresh did every album. It wasn't until he had problems with, with the label when he came out that one Big Timers album. Uh, I can't remember the name of that album. But he did the Carter one. That was his last one. And the thing is, Wayne told him that Wayne wanted him to come with his A game. Because Wayne said, you know, we got to come with our A game with this. Because so really, once, once Manny left, it all went downhill, of course. But yeah, Wayne course, still but carried the label, bro. Yeah, Wayne still carried up after that. I'm not taking it away from him. Jazzy um, Faye, there you go. Jazzy Faye was on there too. On what? 500 degrees. I can tell you, because I agree with trash. I, I, I but saying, but we're saying that because it was a different sound. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when they started experimenting with different sounds, in my opinion. But you got to think, that's when the whole thing was starting to fall apart, bro. He was He was a one-man army at that point. They pushed all their chips in and was betting on him. Let me see here. My bad. I'm, I'm looking it up because I really want to see the track listing. No, nah, you good. Like I said, the gang, you ain't coming out. Also, we produced by Manny Fresh. What? He was scared. Yeah, Bar the Breeze. Yeah. The whole oh, album? Yeah, the whole album. I don't know, man. Jack Jessica was a ghost producer or something, but like it said, it's ain't here. I don't know. Bro. Said, Them sounds was different, is all I'm saying. Yeah, but the sound was different, but the sound was different on the Carter One too. There's still many. Many could have an off 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 album. It can happen. What are the songs? <laughs> what are the songs, bro, think BG was responsible for? That's the question that? to you. What are the songs you think BG was responsible for? Well, you're talking about songs responsible for. They all contribute to the album. But I I'm said to you, I, like out of the members, BG the one who stood out for me. I thought BG was hard. Him and Wayne, I like so, to me. It's like, what are you talking about? Songs you stood out for? They all collaborate, but the solo albums came out. The solo songs came out with, um, if I go for the word for, I love help. No, help was hard. What, Even though what I thought tracks do you think BG carried them? Was that what tracks do you think BG carried them? I had to go back and listen to it again. Yeah, we might now, have to revisit this conversation. Yeah, I had to go back and listen to it again, but. But what I'm saying is, like, like you said, I was a BG fan. Let's be honest. Like everybody said, man, Charles always been a BG fan. So to me, the people that gravitate to me the most was BG and Wayne on their albums. And don't get me wrong, like I told you, Juvie has some good stuff. And I love about whatever with Turk. I thought Turk had the hardest solo track on Guerrilla Warfare. That just, that's me. But overall, I really look towards BG and Wayne. I really look towards them. That's even like when they did some of three six on Turn the Club Thugs, right? Like, which Juvie had a hard had a hard verse in that song. I like. So I said, when you really go back and look at it and listen to it, bro, Juvie had a lot of hard verses, and that's why I'm telling you, it's like there's there's no way that I'm gonna make a list and say that Wayne and Juvie wasn't at the top in terms of the Hot Boys. But. Great conversation, man. Great conversation. Yeah. I'll go back to them beats now. Manny produced every album up to the car. 
Because I remember when the Carter II came out, and I remember I heard it, I said, wait a second, this is a different sound. I liked it, but it was different. Very different. Because, you know, back then, I used to get the booklets. I used to read them. I used to read the booklets and all that stuff. And that's why I knew the sound was different. But, I mean, yeah, Wayne, Wayne shined after that. I, I, he capitalized, and, and kudos to Wayne because the pressure was on his shoulders. I, I don't take nothing away from Wayne. And on that after that, because we went for Wayne, we wouldn't have you wouldn't have the Drakes, you wouldn't have the Nicki Minaj's because they went to LA were just because of Wayne. So, right, I do agree with that. I don't take nothing away from Wayne moving forward from there. I'm just saying that era right there when it comes to that cash money, uh, that classic sound, BG was my guy. Like, I even went back, and like I said, I was a person to where, like, if I didn't hear them albums, I would go back and buy them. I remember buying all them albums that I didn't hear before. I had all BG's albums. I had all Juvenile's albums. I had I had uh, both the Hot Boys albums. I had the Big Timers albums. And to me, in that era, I really gravitated to BG albums more. It you know it wasn't until the Carter One when I sit there like, dang, Wayne is okay. Wayne's starting to bring out something different. This this that through my ears but yeah i mean back then it was bg for me it's everybody's opinion like i said once everybody start listening to this uh we gonna do a poll y'all y'all let us know in the comment section uh who was y'all favorites uh rank them one through four and uh hopefully we'll follow up and have a, a continuation of this conversation man y'all y'all know the thing uh road to 500 almost at 450 i believe last time i checked so y'all uh, be sure to hit that like, share, subscribe. Uh, real quick before I get off here, though, man, it's, it's one thing that I will say that rubbed me the wrong way in terms of the Internet and stuff. And like I said, I've, I've said this before. I get it, man. People are going to get the jokes off, get the memes off. That's just the era that, that we're living in currently. But it's like, bro, you're talking about a dude who has openly admitted that he was a heroin addict. Like, this ain't just your typical smoking weed or nothing like that. Like, heroin is is a strong drug. And for somebody that's done 11 years behind bars, 11 years removed from society, you don't know what that man had to endure while he was behind them bars and what he may have to do to stay alive, in a sense. So to welcome that man home and the first thing people do is crack jokes and shit like that, bro. Like, it just shows you how lost society is right now, in my opinion. And don't get me wrong, I'm guilty of it too, man. I share a lot of memes and jokes and stuff that's going on, but it's like, I can't imagine what it would feel like to be away from the rest of the world for over a decade and then you get reintroduced to a society where everything is, you know what I'm saying, mobile. Everything, quick access. So for him to, you know what I'm saying, get his little fresh dress twisted and all that, and everybody's like, hey, bro, you got to do a TikTok. You got to do this and do that. Like, you you reintroducing him to something that's completely new. And for everybody to take his little gesture, whatever he was doing in, in regards to his hair, and turn it into a whole nother conversation. It's like, bro, like, come on now. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm with you. I didn't post anything about that, to be honest with you, because I remember when he went, when he got convicted, I think it was like a gun charge, and they wanted him to snitch on somebody, and he didn't do it. That's right, they made him almost do the maximum years. Now, now remember that. Not every, I don't care nobody say, not everybody built for prison. Not everybody's built for prison, and my thing is for that dude to not say anything, to take off no time, you should be praising that man. Because everybody talking about this fake don't snitch this and that, but it shows like the people who really who really don't do the snitching, they the ones that get punished the most. And to me, it's like when people making fun of him and stuff like that, like you said, you don't know what he had to go through in prison. You don't know what they do have to do to survive. Like, you know, baby was there at the at the end, but baby probably wasn't there when he was going through the struggles. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't like that either, and I didn't post it for that reason. People said, this is not BG, this is not BG. Dude, you go to prison for over 10 years and see and see how you come out. 
Exactly. You don't know what that man went through. So I didn't post anything. I said, nah, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want that to have me. And honestly, he needs his privacy, man. Like let that dude come out. Let he got kids out here. Like let him be with his family. Let him like catch up because the thing is, it's a different world out there. And I don't think he needs that negativity right now. I really do believe like people if you ride for him when he was in prison, free BG stuff like that, ride for him now and show the support to me. Um, that's what he needs more than anything. And we need to understand that, especially in the black community, it makes me sick that people will sit there and say one thing, but you want to joke on the dude when he gets out. And my thing is we just joke and bump that crap because you wouldn't like if somebody joked on you if you went to prison and you knew for a fact that you could have got out sooner, but you didn't rat on nobody and you did that time. And then you coming out, this is the this is the stuff you have to hear. I think it's BS. And for everybody doing that, shame on you all. I just that's how I see it. That's how I see it. That's my nah, opinion. I feel that, man. I mean, I feel that. Yeah, everybody can do what they want, but honestly, man, like I said, uh, like I said, I, I got wrongly accused, but I've been to jail and I was in there for 24 hours and I couldn't stand it. And let me tell you, I saw some shit that I could I couldn't excuse my language. I saw some stuff. The Lord knows that, man, if you was in there for years, man, like, dude, that that can mess up your mind. And shout out to the people we know been in there. And dude, I, I look I look at them all and I said, dude, I don't know what you went through in there. And let me tell you something, man. Hey, for you to come out and survive that and you're still trying to better yourself, hey, man, you a winner in my eyes. Because I know, you know, I heard some, some stories. So I don't like that people did BG, man. Like, no, that's not cool. No, and even if he is, like, kind of a little funny. That's his life. You know what I'm saying? But no, honestly, he it. always had that feminine way to him. So, you know, people people just doing that for views and stuff. And they talk about it to get views and crap like that. And I think it's a sucker way to do it. So, Nah, I feel that. Like I said, man, y'all let us know y'all thoughts in the comment section. Be sure to hit the subscribe, man. We almost at 500, man. I, I can almost see the light at the end of the tunnel, bro. Uh steady trying to grind and just put stuff out there um trying my hardest not to pay attention to the views and things like that no more because that had me in a chokehold so just hit the thumbs up hit the subscribe button tell a friend and tell a friend and we are out Ass toasted no competition Amish toasted I feel so high I feel so live my body's in the twine Amish I feel so live and I know why that I can't deny I'm Misha Coastin Goody fine wine, fools mock liquor, wish me I'm high class